Ba ba ba. Bag it, boys. We're back. What? Wow. Are we on ESPN right now? What an intro. <laughs> we are on ESPN. It's stuck, dude. It's stuck. We're doing it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, now you have to do it every single time. Top 10 just... Baguette Boys moments. <laughs> yeah, I would say, just kidding. We're on the Baguette Boys. <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Um, welcome to the pod. Uh, if you guys haven't heard, I have Connor and Richie here with me, like always. Mm-hmm. Richie might Hello. sound a little different. Hello, this is Richie. <laughs> I'm on the podcast, like usual. <laughs> so I am obviously just kidding because Richie is not here. Unfortunately, he did have his tonsillectomy last Thursday, so he can't really talk. Um, when he does talk, it sounds very painful, and I wish him the best in speedy recovery. We're talking to him like every day, so he's doing well. But that is a good time for us to introduce our guest, which we have the amazing Erica Goto on today. Oh, thank you for that intro, Derek. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Erica. Happy to be on the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course. Uh, excited to be here. Should I just give a little intro about myself? Yeah, go for it. Awesome. So like I said, I'm Erica. I'm based in Los Angeles. And I went to the same high school as both of, well, I guess all three of the guests, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I went to the University of Oregon, graduated with a degree in PR, after college, I came back home, and now I'm living at home with my mom, love her, and I have some experience uh, working in the events field, but this podcast is perfect for me because I recently quit my job looking to switch careers and looking to find motivation, so definitely been listening to your episodes, and along with that, I mean, I've been pursuing some passion projects. I have two podcasts myself. Uh, one is Party of Two, just a fun little podcast if you want to give it a listen. And another one similar to Baguette Boys is Driven in Our 20s. You can check both of those out on Instagram, Spotify, but I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Nice. Yeah, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad you fit so well with our podcast. You're you're definitely a good person to have on the show and we're excited for today. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Cool. Well, without further ado, let's get back into what we normally do, which is reviewing our challenge from last week. Um, So just to recap, our challenge from last week was recognizing someone on your team. And anyone on your team, it can mean a lot of things. I said it gave a lot of examples. It could be someone in your apartment complex, see someone from work. It could be someone from your church group. It could be someone, anyone that you consider a team. And that's really what we all kind of are on. So um, I want to hear what what Connor has done for us first, or if you want to do Richie's first. Yeah, well, let me knock the Richie's out of the park here. Uh, he, as you guys know, got his tonsils out, and being in your 20s can be a little bit tough. So um, he actually did a little bit of forward thinking and thinking, you know, oh, I'm going to be a little bit of a pain in the ass <laughs> knowing that I'm going to have to have my mom and my dad and my maybe my brother do some things for me. Um, so he took the time to thank his, you know, his family, and that's his team right now. His, that's who's got his back going through this surgery and this time. It's not an easy thing. So um, he did a little forward thinking and paid it forward to his family. Nice. Um, Yeah. So a little touchy moment there. A little tear came from my eye reading that. (laughs) Um, But yeah. So for me, I took it uh, to the extreme. I love this challenge so much. I thanked a lot of my teammates um, from my family to my work, uh, my coworkers. And then I actually brought this as a challenge for, um, we call it our fit fam. Um, because we are a big community, part of our part of our gym is our FitFam. So I brought that challenge to our FitFam, and you know, told them to find somebody out of their teams, whatever their team 
is and and find and show some appreciation to them. Um, so I loved it. They loved it. And so I'm just kind of spreading that that positivity and that joy um, across all platforms as much as I can. Hell yeah. Amazing. That's awesome. I'll hop on that train and uh, say I also took the challenge pretty seriously. I um, thanked a couple of my instructors through my program. Um, they go through quite a lot dealing with all these people who are going through some intense career changes and a lot of stress going into their, on in their lives. So they obviously have to calm people down and they do it in a very like tactful, graceful manner. And it's just impressive to me. So um, I messaged each of them individually and, and thanked them. Um, and most of them appreciate it very much. One of them is so busy that he can't respond. So that's just- Dang, uh, that's, yeah. that's crazy. He's dealing with a lot and he's, he's a really nice dude. So I hope he, hope he realizes the, the power of his words. But um, uh, the other, uh, one other thing I haven't done yet, but I'm planning to do tomorrow is actually call my cousin who's been taking on a lot of dealing with my grandma. Uh, she's going through a lot, getting older obviously. And he's definitely the, the grandchild of, of hers that has been doing the most. I don't even live in California anymore. And sometimes I feel guilty of it, uh, which is warranted. And, uh, but at the same time, I'm, I'm doing what I want to do, which doesn't make it any better, but. Um, <laughs> show you show the love though, show the love. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I call it, I, I call her, um, I can, so. But lastly, um, a fun one that I did is I actually put together a little video for the Baguette Boys. <laughs> hey, do you get to see that video or what? Maybe, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, I'm still yeah. holding the maybe there. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see, I, we'll definitely show Erica, but. Um, We'll see about the listeners. I don't know if you want to make that public, but it, it was just kind of like a little gag video I made. Um, pretty fun. Got a good laugh out of it. <laughs> That's all that matters as long as it got the smile out. Yeah. So yeah, it sounds like the challenge went pretty well. Um, let's uh, let's go into our one minute week in review, what we always do. I will kick us off and then we'll end with Erica and let her know, see how she's doing. For me, in terms of my goals, I <laughs> did not do so hot in terms of learning Japanese. Um, like we said last time, I, I finished the lesson I was on and I binged a lot of anime and then I didn't really study after that. So it is what it is. Um, I had good reason because I've been pretty busy with my program and I was in San Francisco this past weekend locking in a place and I can say with confidence as of today, I signed my lease in San Francisco. Hey, Woo! yeah, big hoorah. Do the dance. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. It's been such a freaking terrible stressful. long journey yeah it's been so stressful uh, but i'm glad to assign a lease and i'm glad this is finally happening i can start this new chapter of my life and i'm very much looking forward to it so here's to new beginnings excited excited for you too yes Thanks, yes yeah. cool. well I'll, I'll take i'll take through here um I'll, I'll talk about my week uh sleep consistency was up and down this week uh not as consistent as my past weeks which i'm kind of upset with myself with because uh, I didn't hit the goals that I wanted to, but I did recognize when I didn't hit it. So that way I can improve going forward. I think that's a big thing to recognize is when you have those faults, how can you make them better and how can you change it? So um, I am I'm getting back on track on that stuff. So uh, one week is not going to kill me. Uh, I know I can improve from there, but work's been busy, um, staying active. Um, other than that, pretty good. And uh I'll give you guys his Richie's. Uh, as he cannot speak, I will speak for him. He had his uh, tonsillectomy. And like he says, it's a short-term setback for a long-term comeback. Uh, I love that. Yes, right. sir. I'm going to use that from now on. 
You should absolutely. He didn't trademark it, so you're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's doing all right. He can't really talk. Um, he can't really eat solid foods. And with that, I love to share that he is blending up his pho, and he is somehow eating, drinking that. So very interesting choice. Very interesting choice of food. <laughs> I think it was more of just like a joke because <laughs> we talked about it the previous week, and we're like, "Hey, you're gonna have to blend up this and that." So I think he just did it out of fun. Um, but he actually did it, which was crazy. But he definitely I didn't think he was going to do it. I don't think any of us did. I, he said he wasn't going to do it, and look what he did. Uh, proved, proved us wrong. Yeah. <laughs> wow. um, but he definitely wished he could be on the podcast, like always, and definitely meet you, Erica. He did hop on for a little bit, but short words, um, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but, you know, he actually brought something up, and it's something that he's learned um, throughout this process is that um, he needs to, not necessarily he needs to, but he's been listening more. Because he can't talk, he can't really have the input. And so I guess he's just sitting back and listening to a lot of the things that are happening around him. And he can't really partake in combos. So sitting back and listening has, has been really interesting for him. And he's learned just a lot about his own family. Um, so I think that's been a, a huge growth moment in that situation. And hopefully he can apply it going forward. Um, but, you know, he's excited to get back. He's excited to get better. Um, I think every day he's just wishing he wasn't in pain. So <laughs> I feel for Oh him. my goodness. Yeah. Being in your twenties and getting, getting surgery is never an easy thing. So anyway, Erica, tell us about your week. Yeah. Well, first off, Richie, if you're listening to this, I hope you're better by now. I hope you have a speedy recovery, but um, I'm glad to say that I'm not blending up my food. So that's a plus for me. <laughs> um, in other, in other news, um, I've been reconnecting with a lot of people from my past, such as my college roommate. We just caught up on the phone, talked about life, talked about how 2020 has been, which it's been a lot of things for a lot of people. So that was an interesting conversation. And I've been trying to pinpoint the struggles that I've been having um, and trying to work on them. So I have an injury from eight years ago that I still struggle with till this day. So working on that um, and love would love to talk to you, Connor, about fitness and how I can better myself in, in that, in that way. Um, but other than that, pretty, pretty positive week. I've just been trying to take each day at a time and um, you know, appreciating the little things that come with life, even though 2020 has been a true, true challenge. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you can definitely say that again. It's been a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. People feel that. Awesome. Well, I think that's a really good uh, transition into um, our next part, which is pretty much just I want to ask you a few questions, Erica. Um, as this podcast is around success and just overall um, kind of improving your life through your own power, I just want to ask you a few questions and see where the conversation goes from there. Cool with that? Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Um, I really like, uh, you said, talked about struggles in your One Minute Week in Review. Um, I guess on a, on a higher level, do you do you have any inclination of like where those struggles might have come from? If it was something internal um, mm. for yourself, or do you think that it was something that was in inevitable? I'm not sure if you understand. Yeah. No, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I think. I think. We'll see if, if my answer makes sense. But in terms of struggles, I think it's a combination of internal and external factors for me. I feel like I put a lot of pressure on myself to, you know, be at a certain point in life. Um, and I also feel like a lot of other people have that expectation of having me be at a certain point in life. So I think it's a combination and a balance of those two things 
which result to the struggles that I quote unquote experience every day. But, um, you know, I think everyone goes through different struggles in life. And I definitely think that it has made me stronger going through everything. And I definitely think that struggles also bring people together. So I've been trying to, especially this year, see it more in a positive way than a negative way, if that makes sense at all. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. I mean, that's if you can come out of anything with a positive mindset, I think that it'll, it's always going to ultimately make you a better and stronger person. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd actually like to focus on that positive side of it, like coming out of certain struggles. Have you like gleaned any like good habits or positive insights about yourself that um, maybe what would help someone else that, along the path of those struggles? Yeah, yeah. So I guess um, I can kind of talk specifically about one struggle that I always struggle with, which is just um, having like a strong uh idea of where i'm going in life i've always been a planner my whole life i want to be an event planner as a career and i pride myself in organization and i feel like 2020 has really thrown me off of that a little bit um you know events is pretty much canceled uh all year and that was a struggle and um that kind of threw off my whole plan of you know wanting to go into the music industry and all of that so um Aside from that, I think in a positive light, I realize that I still do have all the skills that I can accomplish all those dreams that I have down the road. So I think I've been trying to hone all of those skills during this time where I'm stuck at home and I don't feel like I can do anything out in the world and like, you know, creating all these experiences for other people. But um, I've definitely been trying to strengthen the skills that I already have and also look into what I can um, do in terms of adding on to my skill set. Incredible. I love that. How yeah. successful this uh, quarantine has been. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm trying here. I'm trying no, here, it's definitely. The ball that matters. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. Nice. Well, um, seeing as this is the Big Eye Boys, I would like, and we're talking about success, I would like to ask you, how, how do you personally define success? The big question. Yeah, go straight for it. Dang, I don't, okay, well, one thing, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. I think that's number one thing. I think a lot of people define success in a different way. But personally, I think just being happy, honestly, I don't think you can show up to anything in the best version of yourself without being happy. And I think that equates a lot to your success. Um, on top of that, I think the impact that you can have on other people um, also equates to success. I really enjoy seeing other people brighten up when um, I talk about something or I share something that I have in common with other people. And that's what I see as success is, you know, connecting with other people, being able to influence and inspire other people to pursue whatever they want to pursue and be happy with the results of all of that. I hope that made sense. No, that was that that made me feel good. Like I, that, the fact that you're Definite like definition of success or like how you view success includes like other making other people happy, like I, that just like kind of warms my heart, especially in this like this this year of twenty twenty where a lot of things are not going so hot. But it makes me feel good that, I mean, I, I've always known this about you, but it just makes me feel good that there are people out there that kind of want that for other people, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I think I'm really lucky because growing up, I was really lucky to be surrounded with 
people that also thought like that, like you, Derek, and Brandon Watsumoto, and all these people that, you know, influenced how I think and how I want other people to feel. So in a way, I'm very grateful with being surrounded by people that, like, want those types of things in life. It's very true. It's very, very uh, good to, I mean, I, I, let me see if I can word this correctly. It's very um, self-aware that you can recognize the impact people have had on your life. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have good people impact your life, it's very obvious, like, man, they definitely impacted my life in a positive way. But when you have like negative people impact your life, it's really hard to see it. Yes. Oh my goodness. Right? It, You're so right. It's really hard. It's hard to, it's hard to be like, hard to say like that person should not be in my life. They're make, having a negative impact on my life. And a lot of people don't recognize that and that people, a lot of people need to see that. So yeah, it's awesome that you have that self-awareness. Yeah, I try to, I try to. So uh, I'll throw it to Colin. You have any questions you want to ask Erica? Well, I could get really deep right now. Oh, goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm scared. Happiness is a very broad success point because if I could ask you right now, are you happy? Mm, that's a good question. I think deep down, there's a lot of things that I can change to be more happy. Okay, that's great because I, I think a lot of people will say, you know, oh, I'm happy right now. And then you ask the next question, do you find yourself to be successful? Mm. And then they say no. And so then you're on this long journey of like, okay, so maybe happiness isn't really that successful milestone that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's something deeper that you're trying to find. But mm-hmm. you're already trying to say like, oh, there's some things that could go differently. I think yeah. that's, that's, that's tough to even recognize. Yeah, so that's true. That was, the only, that was the only thing I was going to ask. And you answered it perfectly. So thank you. Mm, thank you. Thank you. I feel so good about myself now. <laughs> We're about positivity here. You know? No, yeah. No, but I think you're completely right. I think it's hard to admit that you're not 100% happy. Yeah. But it's all a part of the process in getting getting like 100% happy, I think, is, mm-hmm. you know, going through those phases. Yeah. Be happy now. Yeah. Oh. Happiness is a choice. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Yeah. You guys are making me re- like think about something where like I always thought being satisfied, if you will, is like a bad thing. It's kind of like being content, but I realized – when it comes to success, obviously happiness is a, a factor, but like you need to be satisfied with what you're doing and satisfied with how you're spending your time. And I remember realized, like, I always thought satisfied was like a neutral thing. It's like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm satisfied. But I think it's really kind of like a good, warm feeling about success that, that I should appreciate more often. That's true. I think reflection is a really important uh, key to, you know, determining your happiness, your success, and just every your mindset, everything like that. I'm a big advocate for gratitude, mm-hmm. practicing gratitude. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. Yes, 100% agree. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'll ask one last question and maybe we'll have an ensuing conversation. But one last question I have for you, Erica, as we talk about our own goals on this podcast, do you have any long-term goals? Um, that, I mean, long-term can be anything for you. It could be like years, it could be decades if you want. I don't think any of us have that long-term of goals yet. But um, it could I be weeks. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't. I know. Maybe maybe a year. Maybe a year. Hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. Like I mentioned before, I feel like I'm a planner. So, especially in high school, when I was really involved in everything, I sat down and kind of listed out where I want to see myself in a few years, and then ten years, and twenty years, and all of that. So, some Dang. big things that stand out from that list that I still believe in is. I really want to start up my own company. That's a goal that I've had for a while now. Um, I would really like to start like an event production company based around 
like events and memories and experiences that bring people together. Um, I don't think that's like a like a short term goal, probably like in the next 10, 15 years. But that's something that I'm really, really passionate about. And another goal that I think hopefully is realistic is working for the Olympics. I have a very, very strong affinity towards making people's dreams come true. And I think the Olympics is such a, you know, it's, it's an event and it's also such a big milestone in someone's life if they're able to, you know, hone their skills and then get to a, an international level competing. I'm a very competitive person myself and I love just seeing that fight in people's eyes that like light up. Um, and it's just like a combination of everything that I love. So working for the Olympics would be like a dream come true of mine. Jeez. Love that goal. That's incredible. Reach for the stars. Hey. No, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Let's hope that I can come on this podcast in like 10 years and say, you know, I just worked on the Olympics. That would be awesome. <laughs> no, you're going to come back in a year and tell me you did that. Oh, goodness. That would be awesome. <laughs> I hope the Olympics can, you know, be held in a year. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So That's yeah. Killer. I love those goals. I like, I love when people have big goals like that. Um, Connor is actually a really good example of, of making me make my goals bigger that are more in line with Erica's goals. Cause every time I have a goal, Connor's like, no, 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 dude, do like five times bigger. That's awesome. And it, what do you usually, what happens? <laughs> what happens? Oh, oh, you hit your goals. Wow. How crazy is that? <laughs> It's a, it's, I don't always hit my goals to not, not give him too much credit, but to give him the credit back, I definitely get way higher than I would have ever did unless I like, if I did my, my previous goals. So, mm -hmm. That's good. good. That's good. You definitely need people like that. I got you. I got you, fam. I love you, man. I love you. <laughs> oh, that's a very all moment. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Thank you for answering all those questions. I know they're very big questions and I appreciate you taking the time and thinking of them for us. Yeah, of course. It was fun. I love doing, I love answering questions like that because it really makes you reflect and think. Yep. I think that's what we're, we're trying to do with this podcast. Make, make, uh, make people think about these big things that we all definitely don't want to think about. Of course, nobody wants to ask these questions. Nobody wants to answer the questions either. That's true. But, but if you don't, just, you have to face them, you know, you, yeah. unless you face them, you're never going to achieve them even just listening and answering the questions in your car or in the shower on a run um even to yourself it can have a, a good effect on you mm -hmm. and uh if i'm being completely honest doing this podcast <laughs> myself helps me answer these questions since since we're asking people this and we're asking each other this it definitely makes myself ask myself this mm -hmm. and it's something that's good for me yeah all right let's get to the main topic so the way i want to introduce this is a little unorthodox um I am going to sing a little bit of a song. I want to see if you guys know the last lyric to it. Are you guys ready? Okay. I hope so. I, I want, I want, I want some energy. Are you guys ready? Yeah, ready we're go. ready. <laughs> all right. I want it all. I want it all. I want it now. Right? Isn't yeah, something like that? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Wait, what's yeah. That's old school rock. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh, I, I see it. what you're doing. I want it all, and I want it now. Mm. I'm so, so happy I got that. There's some I'm people so, that are listening to this would be very proud of me. <laughs> I, they would, and I'm so it may glad. It not be a movie, but it's a, it's a title of a song. Sorry, go ahead. It is. 
Oh, I'm just glad someone got it because that could have been really bad if you guys were just like, like uh, Yeah, we did not there. rehearse that beforehand, so I was nervous. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> cool. But um, so I did that because the theme for today is the now mentality. I want it now, baby. Let's go right now. So I think it's very important to talk about this. Honestly, could have been one of our first top podcasts we did on, but it's super important. I think a lot of people, the main thing that's stopping them from hitting their goals is procrastination. And not even just procrastination, just the overall mindset of like, I need to do everything now. I need to have that sense of urgency. So I would like Connor to start us off not with a super discussion point of it, but just describe what the, the now mentality is. What do you what do you describe it as? So I love this question because being in the fitness industry, people don't do it now. They always like to procrastinate and say, I'll do it the next day. And uh, I think if Richie's listening to this right now, he's like, say the quote, say the quote. Um, it's my favorite one to use. And it's the hardest squat is the one off the couch. Because mm -hmm. as soon as you start moving, everything becomes a lot easier. So that's kind of where I have, that's as soon as you asked me that, that's exactly where my head was headed. Dang. I see. Mm -hmm. Now you're thinking. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're like full of quotes. It's like you're I, it's, like that calendar that's on everyone's desk with like all I'm the all quotes it. on it. If I get you thinking a little bit differently, I, I, I consider that a success point. Mm, yep, yep, I like it. Cool. Well, I, I want to ask Erica you the same question. How do you how do you interpret the the now mentality? Yeah. So when I think of the now mentality, I think of like a sense of urgency, like a sense of need, you know, to do something that instance. But I also think that there's an optimistic side to it, and also like a more negative connotation side to it. So I think. I'm interested to see like where we go with this conversation and how we can dive deep into both like both sectors in a way, because I think I've had a lot of positive outcomes with the now mentality and also a lot where I reflected back and I was like, hmm, maybe that wasn't the best choice. So um, that's how I feel about the now mentality. I think I think there's just a lot to discuss with this top topic. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think for the most part, it's good, but I think it, it can become a very um, detrimental uh, mentality to have, when, mm -hmm. especially when you like you put a lot of stress on yourself. Mm -hmm. I think that's it's a recipe for a lot of, um, I don't know, just a lot of like, why am I not using my time effectively and just kind of like analyzing yourself in a negative way. And to be honest, I, I get to that negative side quite a lot. Um, I think that's something I struggle with. I talked about it on previous episodes, but mm -hmm. I think overall, it's 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 a good thing to have because when you start to do something when you when you have like a daydream let's say and you're like man that would be so cool to do that like the five to ten to fifteen percent of people that have that now mentality it's like that's so cool let me go read a book let me go figure out how to do that whereas most of us and how I was for a lot of my life growing up I would think about doing something and I'm like yeah that would be cool I want to like do a backflip. And then I just like, oh, it'd be cool to do backflip, but let me go watch more TV. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll, do, I'll do it one day. Person, yeah. So yeah, I think, I think uh, we could really touch on is like the now mentality versus the yes mentality. Because yeah. I think a lot of the times people have that yes mentality and they think it's the now mentality, but they're just not thinking about the outcome of the situation or the objective of the situation. Mm -hmm. That That's where we can get true. into a, a deeper, deeper conversation of the negative connotation versus the optimistic part of it. Mm, you're right. 
What is, what's, uh, what's the yes mentality? I haven't really heard that term. Just like a yes man. You tell me to do something, just, I'll say yes. Uh, That's kind of where if somebody will ask you to do something, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do this. Yes, I'll do that. Or I'll do it now. I'll do it. Yes, I'll do it now. Kind of attitude. Mm. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I see it. I kind of see it as like, like the yes mentality is like, you're not really thinking about what you're doing. You're just kind of just going with it. And you're like, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. So I'm just going along and like someone's asking me to do it. And you're not really like, again, I, I'm bringing it back to something we said in a previous episode. You're not really worrying about the project management act, as, aspect of it. You're just worrying about the task. You're just going and saying yes. As, whereas like the now mentality is like you're worrying about that overall project management aspect. Like how does this fit into my overall projects and Perfect. my overall life? Hmm. All right, cool. That cleared it up for me. Yeah. Awesome. So um, I would like to you guys to answer the question, how do you implement it in your lives and like in your, in your everyday lives? Obviously, I think all of us, if we do podcasts, are, are more go-getters than, than not go-getters. But how do you kind of leverage that mentality and even get into specifics like like there are times when i know i don't want to do something but it's like no i need to do this right now and you kind of just have that mentality of like getting something done because you know it's going to help you in the long run um that's a great question and i definitely think that after this podcast i'll definitely be more conscious of like the yes mentality versus the now mentality i never even thought about it like that so that's really insightful but in terms of my everyday life, I think I'm a huge list person, like a to-do list person. So every single night before I go to bed or every single morning when I wake up, that's what I start with every day. And I think that's really helped me to figure out, you know, what do I need to do like today? Um, that's a way of prioritizing what's important every day. But I think a thing that I do, which could be, you know, bad in the end but i think it, it kind of bleeds into like what i uh, want to improve on is when there's something weighing at the end of it like people waiting for me to do something or there's a product where there's a deadline that's when i get into that now mentality is you know i have a task that's waiting for me or have people waiting for me to get things done so now i need to do this now and you know that's kind of when i've had that kind of urgency and I think I've been trying to shift that th that mentality in more of a I need to do this for myself as well. So I think that's kind of ties into like what I was talking about my my week is, you know, like focusing on myself and like the injuries that I had. I always pushed it off. And then now I feel like I need to take care of myself in order to be like the best person I can be for everyone else. So that's that's kind of where I tie it in, um, in terms of transitioning that now mentality that I have when other people are waiting on me to do things versus, you know, go doing things on my own. Yeah, I completely agree with the now mentality when there's a deadline and when people mm -hmm. are waiting for you. I mean, that's like a, you have to do it kind of thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's kind of combining that now and yes mentality. Um, but for me, I think one of the, I mean, I have a crazy, couple years goal and that's just become one of the fittest individuals on on the planet i want to i want to compete i miss competing and mm -hmm. that's kind of where i came into that now mentality because i played soccer for a little bit out of college and then i had this stint of not doing anything and i really i came to grips of like oh i really want to compete again and how can i compete and 
you know, there's not a lot of sports you can just enter at 26 and say, all right, let's, let's ready to rock and roll. You know, <laughs> um, you kind of lost your in at, at a certain age. And for me, I, that now mentality was like, there's no better time to do it than right now because I didn't really have anything going for me in a sense of like big career. I had joined this gym and I was seeing where things were going and I was like, I really want something that's going to be a little bit different. And now I know that I definitely want to compete again. And so that's where I came into this like now mentality of like, I got to do it now or else I'm never going to be able to do it. And I might as well try or else I'm never going to be able to do it. So that's where that now mentality has taken really a step forward in my life rather than just saying, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, I'll do it the next day. I'll do it next year or next month. I won't race this race. You know, I want to do these things. I've just kind of adapted that now mentality into my overall life, knowing that this is a big goal for me. I love that. I mean, you, we even showed it with that. We were supposed to do a Spartan race this past June if, if the world didn't explode. Mm -hmm. Dang. So That's awesome. Yeah. We, me and Richie were going to beat Connor, hands down. Okay. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, actually, Erica, you, when you were talking about um, kind of just like the, the the social pressures of doing things for other people and the deadlines versus like doing things for yourself, maybe you have this thought about um, there's this matrix that I read about a while ago. It's called the Eisenhower matrix. Have you guys ever heard of it? Mm -mm. I've heard of it, but I don't remember the details. Okay, I'll send you guys the picture and I will share with our listeners too, but there's, it's just a square and it has four quadrants in it. The top left, so let's see if I can describe this right. The, the top, the, the left side is urgent. The right side is not urgent. On the left side, we have the top row is important and not important. And each of those intersect to form like when you should do things. So pretty much if it's urgent and important, you should do it first, right? Urgent and important, got to do it right away. Urgent and not important, delegate it. If it's not urgent not and, and it's important, that's where you have to schedule it, right? Because it's important, but you don't have to do it right now. And lastly, not urgent, not important, don't do it. Don't even <laughs> straight uh, up delete it. Get, yeah, get it up, get it out. No. You don't need to do it. Mm -hmm. Don't waste your time on non-important things or not urgent things. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I would even go so far as if it's not important, just don't even do it. But <laughs> true. But it just made me think of that, and obviously, how we spend our time is is important. Um, and I'm also with you. I'm very much a list person. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I make a ton of lists and uh, I try to make lists for, for like a week in advance too, but I don't do that, that that well. But I need to get on that bandwagon real quick. No, I highly suggest. I know. Everybody's always like, yeah, you should do it. You should make lists. Even my boss, make lists. I'm like, all right, like I'll make a list and then I won't do it the next time. And I'm like, God, I need to get on, the, so you, get on top know, of that. You know when you should make a list? Huh. Right now. Oh, wow. okay. I see what you're doing here. No, but I Set think, myself up for that one. No, I think it's, it's a good habit to get into for sure. Because mm -hmm. it takes like 10 minutes of your day to, you know, put together a list and then it makes your life easier, your day easier. Uh, I know. I, and that's, that's a big thing that I think a lot of people struggle with is uh, putting a time on something. I think for me, one of the biggest things like moving out on my own was doing dishes. And mm -hmm. so, sorry, Derek, I'm getting a little off topic, but doing the dishes no, like was something I never wanted to do because I always classified it as like this long-term thing. It was going to take me hours to do dishes when I'd really just do dishes and it took me five minutes. Mm -hmm. So when I like think about making lists, I get overwhelmed because I'm like, I don't really know where to start. And so I just start to manifest this giant 
task and it's going to take me forever when in reality, like you said, it takes 10 minutes. End the day, start the day with a list. 10 minutes is not going to kill you because most of the time you spend 10 minutes on your phone doing nothing in the morning anyway. So <laughs> that's where I just got to get that mentality in there and just say like, do it now and not, and not think about the time that it takes to do something because in reality, it's just much bigger than you're anticipating it to be. Yeah, that's true. I fall into the trap a lot of like analyzing how long a task is going to take something like doing the dishes or do I'm doing the dishwasher. I'm like, like I'm trying to be so efficient sometimes in my time where it's like, like, Oh, I should do the dishwasher last because it'll make it. And then like, when I think about it, I like, I'm literally wasting more time thinking about how the order can go. And it, to your point, like sometimes you just got, just do it, you know, mm -hmm. like honestly, like I think that is another aspect of the now mentality that we stumbled upon that helps a lot. It just takes a lot of the, thinking out of it where it's just simple it's just like don't even think about it just do it the worst thing to have is a million dishes in your kitchen and then saying <laughs> i gotta do them all now and then then you don't want to use the now mentality and you want to procrastinate and not do those dishes but anyway that's why when you when those dishes start piling up you you just do the dishes you have to then. buckle down yeah do it now do it now yeah exactly there you go um, this is a great plug for me. If you guys want to use, I use the software for my my planning that I talked about in previous podcasts. Uh -huh. um, it's, called, it's called OmniFocus. It's mm -hmm. it's like lists on lists on lists. Um, you have like project lists. You have you can like organize it by day. It's pretty intense, and there's definitely a learning curve, but it definitely helps me keep my life organized. And every time I get overwhelmed, like just seeing what I have to do in the future, like makes me feel a lot better that it's like manageable. If that makes sense. Mm, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I use a digital to-do list too. I just use the one that comes with your Microsoft, so Microsoft to-do. It's very user-friendly. You can make a you know a billion different to-do lists if you want. You can separate it out into you know your podcast, your life, you know different work stuff, and you can set to-do to-do dates and you can send it to people. You can share your to-do list. So I think it's definitely definitely a habit that everyone should at least consider adding into their life if they want to, you know, get into the right mindset starting your day. Definitely. Yeah. I would like to say, I would like to say that we're, we're sponsored by OmniFocus on Microsoft to do, but, uh, maybe that's, unfortunately uh, we're not. maybe that's a November goal for me. Ooh, I love Ooh. that. I'm thinking ahead, thinking ahead. No big deal. There you go. I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's good. All right. Well, I, I do like this topic. Um, let's continue down. But let's uh, we, we touched on it in the beginning a little bit that there is definitely a negative side to the now mentality. Obviously, you can get very stressed and all that stuff. But um, have you guys personally felt the effects? And if you guys could give like a specific example of like when this mentality of like doing things now might have hurt you more in the long run, um, however you interpret that. I'll leave it up to either of you guys if, if you guys want to take it on. Yeah, I think for me, and I know you are in the beginning a little confused on the yes mentality, but for me, differentiating between yes and now really helped me narrow down the negative sides of the now slash yes mentality. Mm -hmm. So once I started to understand like certain, like um, what, what was the, the diagram you told us about? The Eisenhower matrix. The Eisenhower matrix. Once you start to understand the urgency and the importance of an ob uh, of an objective, that's when I really started to understand, you know, when to prioritize things. And I don't really have a prime example, but I know I would always overwhelm myself when it came to soccer. Um, when I was playing soccer and trying to pick up things for other people and do things, it was more of like the yes because I just want it done. And maybe even for work, it was like I'll do it now because I can do it. And putting more stress onto myself and just piling up the tasks. 
that's when it really got to be a little bit stressful. And, and now it's understanding the importance and the urgency of a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, I definitely see that too. For me, it was at the beginning of when this whole pandemic was going down. I had just quit my job. And then I was like, oh, now, now is the time to, you know, rebrand myself and look for more jobs and network. And I was just so in the moment of, you know, I'm so excited for this new chapter in my life to start. So then I pressured myself in making a bunch of to-do lists and, you know, like I need to, you know, rebrand my portfolio and redesign my website and redo my resume. And I, I piled all that stuff on top of um, life in general. And then I, it kind of like backfired because, you know, uh, being at home and, you know, feeling isolated caught up to me before I could even get to all those tasks. And then I beat myself up for not being able to get there. So I know somebody yeah. like that. Who? <laughs> uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we should talk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was when it kind of, I kind of realized that I needed to take a step back and really, really understand if I was ready to take that next step into a new chapter in my life and really also evaluate my mental health and put that first. Because unless I'm like right in the mind, I I couldn't produce the work that I was looking forward to producing. So that's when it kind of affected me the most, I would say. Yeah, I mean, that's, that sounds like a lot and definitely a recipe for some uh, some poor mental health with your losing, I mean, not losing, quitting your job and the pandemic and a lot. So I mean, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What about you? What about you, Dee? Oh, she, um, uh, <laughs> plenty of times, but um, I think it, like I'm kind of na- nearing that danger zone right now. I alluded to it in the beginning of the podcast where like, I have like a lot going on and for some reason I have like this weird mindset of like, I don't feel like fulfilled or like content until like all my time is filled up um, for a reason like that. That's probably also why I like beat myself up when I don't spend my time well. Cause it's like, I know I could be spending it in a different way, but like college is a prime example of like the now mentality working well in some degrees, but mostly working poorly because my grades, were not as what they should have been in college. Uh, there were like plenty of times where like, I was like, I want to hang out now. I want to see people. I want to be social. Mm-hmm. And it was fun. But like a good example is for my business fraternity, um, we had pledge meetings on Wednesday nights and I can get into a lot of details of what happened in, in that fraternity. But um, Wednesday nights, these meetings went to like two or 3 a.m. They were pretty optional, but like I was super gung-ho and social and like wanted to be there. I also had littles at the time. So like, some sort of requirement, but it's like what you put in is what you get out. But I would be out until like two or 3 a.m. because I was like, I want to hang out with these people right now. I want to build these connections, which was good. But I went way too above and beyond because the next morning I had class at 8 a.m. and my homework is due at 8 a.m. So I would get back at 2 or 3 a.m., stay up to like 5 a.m. doing my homework, sleep for an hour or two, wake up, drive to class, turn my homework in, and then leave because I needed to sleep some more. So a very real example of like how that mentality kind of backfired on me, like trying to do everything all at once. And I really couldn't because I also tried to do homework at that meeting and you don't, you don't do homework at meetings. (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. College is a lot of the time like, I want to do it now because you don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm, you know, you hear exactly. about all these things that are happening in college and you're like, oh, you're, you're so overwhelmed with everything. You're like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it now. So I feel that. I wish yeah. I thought about that more. That's true. Yeah. It's like, it makes me think all the time how when people tell you that college is one, the, the best time of your life, but also like it's who you, like it's sending the foundation for who you're going to become. And it's very true, but like in the moment, I was like, "Nah, it's not that big." Like, I don't know. I'm I'm here in the moment. Let me just have fun and do what I think is right. But it really does set the foundation for who you're gonna become, in one way or the other. So, I just think that's a it's an important critical time. And even if you're not in college during that age, it's still like that young adulthood. Mm-hmm. It's it's mm-hmm. a it's really setting the foundation for the rest of your life. So, you are very right. True. That's true. Trying to yeah. do that now. Yeah. Right. I feel it. <laughs> Cool. All right. Well, we are nearing the end of the podcast. And before I start the wrap up with any challenges or challenge period, do you guys have any closing thoughts you want to add or any discussion you want to have on this topic? Um, no, I just think this was a very insightful conversation. I think what I'm taking away from it is definitely like the now versus yes mentality. And I think anyone listening should definitely, you know, dive into those and think about instances where you're doing one or the other and try to define you know a line between them like connor said i think that would be really helpful and i'm definitely gonna take that away and try to do that in my daily life hell yeah i'm glad yeah, we, could, awesome. uh, we could all talk about it yeah yeah um one thing i just realized that i want to close with is i'm a full even though i've i think i've talked shit about the down mentality more than i've talked it up on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a big proponent on it. And I, I say that because it doesn't have to come in the form of like, let me take on this big task right now. You can break it up into small tasks. Um, I talked about OmniFocus before. To me, the now mentality is like, I think of something and the second I think of it, I like write it down in my software, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, right, instead of, instead of pushing it off until later, I'm like, oh, I'll remember that. Because let's be real, you don't mm-hmm. remember Hell any no. thoughts you have. Yeah. So it's just those little things of like, I like that is a good idea. Let me just write it down. Even if it doesn't pan, pan out somewhere, just writing it down will help, which is a good recap for writing lists. Yeah, yeah that's true. No, so true. So true. No matter how smart you think you are, you will not remember everything you think of. Yeah, that's true. Very big what? advocate for writing lists. Uh, I'm taking it. Yes. <laughs> I'll check back in in your November podcast and see. Oh, you'll hear about it. Yeah, I, good. I guarantee good. it. I'm excited. Awesome. All right. Well, I would like to pose our challenge uh, for the week. So since this is about the now mentality, I want everyone to think about what's something you've always wanted to do ever in your life, but you've always kind of deemed it too silly or unrealistic. And pretty much the challenge is to take whatever that is and take the first step towards that, whatever it might be. Um, I know what I would like to do, so I'll, I'll start us off um, and see if Erica and Connor also have something for today, but it's it's something silly. But I like I said earlier in the podcast, I try to be, make it something random, but I couldn't. But I've always wanted to do a, uh, a backflip. Um, I'm not going to do that just yet. I think that's a little ambitious for me. But I would like to do learn to do a handstand. Uh, oh. So I've thought about this for the past week. And I think at my gym from now on, I'm going to like start practicing it a little bit more at the end of my workouts and just kind of like do a little headstand against the wall and progress from there. But is it, I'm going to start incorporating it. Is there a certain time limit you have to hold the handstand for? Oh man, you can, yeah. Here you go, quant- baby. <laughs> here you go. This is a fitness side of seconds. Ten seconds. Uh man, I, I, I think that's reasonable. 
Yeah, I think 10 seconds is reasonable. All right, All right we'll do 10 seconds. Yeah. Is there a reason why? Is there a reason why you've always like wanted to do a backflip, or did you do you just think it looks cool? Mostly, it just looks cool. Okay. I mean, <laughs> it is impressive. Doing it for the people. <laughs> doing it, yeah. Doing it for the people. Doing it for all the the fellow nerds out there who are software engineers who think they aren't athletic. You can be. You can. Yes. Be. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Do you guys have any thoughts on what what you want to do? Um. I've always thought about trying CrossFit out, kind of in a weird time to try that out, but that's definitely something that's been on my mind, especially being a fitness person. I'm surprised I've never actually tried it, so that's the only thing coming to my head right now. Mm, that's a good one. I would probably not survive a CrossFit class, but <laughs> good luck to you. Um, I kind of separated mine out in terms of something professional and something that's a little more like a hobby. So starting with the professional side of things, I mentioned before, I've always wanted to work in music. I've always wanted to do like concerts and festivals and all of that. So I'm slowly trying to rebrand myself in a way that's, um, you know, attractive to the music industry. So, you know, connecting with people on LinkedIn and messaging them, seeing, you know, what kind of opportunities are out there and what it's like working in it and definitely trying to rebrand my website. So trying to take little steps here and there to hopefully when the world opens up, I can dive into the world of music and work in that. So that's my professional one. Um, and then my fun one is I've always wanted to learn how to bartend. So oh, cool. I definitely want to try that, like especially now when everyone's you know stuck at home, I, I want to brush up on my you know cocktails and then get it ready <laughs> for when we can all like party together, you know? Hell yeah. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I make a mean Moscow mule. Ooh, okay. Down with that. Down with that. That's a good one. Nice. I love that. I, yeah. When you make drinks, uh, you can, like, I'll hire you. Oh, okay. Wow. Already wow. a business. That's already a business. Yeah, not over here. Yeah, you come practice. I'll pay you. Yeah, I'll what? I was not <laughs> yeah, expecting that, but I will always take that offer. Can I, can I retract that and say nope. I, you can practice? No, nope. it's already out there. It's already out in the world. <laughs> right. It is true. Alrighty, well, I love this podcast. I think it went very well. We said some great things. I had a really good time. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to close this out. And everyone, remember to eat a baguette weekly on Mondays. <laughs> don't forget, don't forget to eat that wheat, too. Eat, eat that, that wheat, baby. Wheat, baby. <laughs> we out. <laughs>